welcome to episode seven of the Ending the Drought podcast. Uh, I am Jason Webster, and we are all extremely excited. Four and oh, holy shit. No doubt. Here are your hosts, Jeff Webster and Jake Cranston. Jake, buddy. Jeff. How are you doing? We beat the Reed. We did. They went down. Yeah, we uh, we handled them pretty pretty decent, I'd have to say. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it was actually a very good game on the road, you know? First time in yeah. Vegas. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that was a really nice looking stadium. That That's pretty. Yeah. You know? It's sweet. That, that's, that's I've seen nice it in venue. person uh, from the outside. I have almost built. Yeah. So that was cool. Yeah, it's, it's actually very sharp. Yeah. And the team, they did well. Yeah, we looked really good. Really well. Beat the Raiders 30 to 23. Great game. Josh Allen had almost another 300 yards, 24 of 34. He went 288. Dude, another 70% performance, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's beyond the anomaly. It's not going to – yeah, it's going to keep going this way. It is. I'm not saying 70% every week, but I think overall the entire season, it's very realistic between 65 and 70%, I think, yeah. is, a, is a given. Yep. Beyond that, like you said, he's – He's got to be right around 325 yards a game. Like, holy crap. Yeah, right right in that that area. I was looking today. I wish I would have wrote some of the stats down just to have, but he's like number number two and three in every category. Yeah, I've seen that too. You know I mean? Like second in touchdown, second in yards. Like yep. Number three yeah. in like uh, passing percentage, number three in quarterback rating, number yeah. three in, yeah. I mean, in rating or number two. Like he's – He's right there. So it's I mean, insane. This, it really is. Yeah, this kid has made a huge jump that I don't think anybody was thinking of. Yeah, and, happen, and so as I mentioned earlier, by now it's probably going viral. But as of like three or four o'clock this afternoon, I told you Brett Favre's comment about saying how he thinks Josh Allen is the next Tom Brady, and the AFC East is going to go through Buffalo. That's for a long time. That's, that's some what big he's words talking coming about. from a Hall of Fame quarterback. You got that right. I wish there was Jim Kelly saying that. <laughs> and he probably would. He didn't think of it first, but well, that's crazy. Yeah. I can't I can't believe that. I mean, if you're a Bills fan right now, uh, especially if you're my age, uh Jason's age, we're in our late 30s, uh we haven't really physically seen the Bills this good. Right. Um I right. mean, again, I was 9 when they were going to the Super Bowl, so I can't really say like, oh right. yeah, I remember that, or I was, I wasn't a fan like I am now. Sure, you, yeah, Jeff, you got to see him, yes. you know, through the nineties. You you know what it was like. Yeah, and uh, I, it's not really talked about a bunch, but yes, the Super Bowl losses are uh, are hard to remember, but the ride has always been phenomenal. That's the big deal, right? Yeah. Like it was the ride to get there that was fantastic i mean it was like it was seasons like this right you know where expectations were ridiculously high and you get to the end of the year and you're into the playoffs and they're winning games and they're yep and they're beating teams soundly and they're going to the super bowl four consecutive years yeah. like I, I think it's important for buffalo fans to remember the ride because yes it was disappointing they didn't win but no other team in NFL history has had four consecutive years. No other fan base in NFL history has had four consecutive years of riding high. Yeah. It's one game they didn't win at the end of the season. Yeah, it's huge. It's a Super Bowl. But, man, the ride was fantastic. And I feel like we're on that same roller coaster right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? It just feels like 
yes, they've started 4-0. I think uh, they were saying last time was 08 or something like that, and, and then disappointed down the road or whatever. Just It just feels like a different team. How we got here is different than those teams. And it's, like you said, man, what a fantastic time to be a Bills fan. It is, and it's a huge start to see Josh do this because – I haven't seen, again, a quarterback uh, physically with my own eyes that I truly remember do this type of damage to a defense No, for, for the Bills. You know, I mean, I've seen little spurts of guys like, you know, Trent Edwards. And you remember when Trent came into the league and, you know, everybody was like, all right, we got a guy that can throw the ball. He's from, right. Stan- he's from Stanford. He ran a pro-style offense. Um, uh, Bill Walsh was yep. uh, talking high on him, like, oh, I think this kid's going to be legit. Right. And he started off pretty decent. Right. And then it just became another it became Bills a pocket, epic failure. Yeah, it became a pocket presence thing. Right. Where he couldn't hear the, the footsteps. You know yep. what I mean? He couldn't see behind his head. Yep. And, again, for whatever reason, that's not a problem for Josh Allen. You know, he feels the pressure no matter where it comes from. Yeah. In most cases, you know, nobody's 100%. But, yeah, I mean, it's just. Josh is a different guy, man. It really is. And uh, he's the anomaly. Breed. I just love the fact that, like, so-called football experts are all scratching their heads going, no, no uh, this doesn't happen. You yeah. don't come to the NFL and, and your passing percentage gets better. It, it gets worse. It doesn't get better. Maybe it stays the same if you're lucky. Right. And he's just re, he wrote the whole freaking story of the NFL. It yeah. reminds me a little bit, honestly, and again, it's only four games, but Russell Wilson got passed over because he's too small to play football. Yeah. Right. Like he doesn't fit the prototypical quarterback. Yeah, exactly. I think Josh Allen's going to find his place in history amongst that type of conversation where, yeah, the guy just, he never exceeded 60% passing until his third year in the NFL. Yeah, yeah. And I think that if you're going to draw a comparison right now to Josh Allen, Russell Wilson's probably the best we've got. That they both like have it. very similar yardage. He's got a few more touchdowns, but he's also got more interceptions. Um, otherwise, five percent more completion percentage but i mean they're both really high up there yeah yeah they're both part of that mvp conversation four weeks in you know again i draw myself back going yeah it's four weeks still have kansas city new england and and the tennessee titans this week so we got the tough road ahead but right now man it it looks very promising it sure does. And uh, all you Bills fans out there, I know what a lot of you are thinking. Sometimes I even think it like you got to pinch yourself and it's like, all right, is this really happening? Can Josh sustain playing like this more than five weeks, six weeks, seven weeks? Can he do this all season long? Because we've seen quarterbacks for the Bills come in and not have a hot start like this, but play relatively good. And then the team kind of falls off. And I know everybody has that like, Oh geez, I, I I'm dating a really hot girl. She's probably gonna dump me, type thing, right? Right. <laughs> like, yeah. You know what I yeah. Mean? Right. So right. it's like I know people are scared of it, and I can even sit here and be like, man, I just want this to keep going because it's it it's awesome. I I can't even uh I can't even explain like what what the feeling's like. So this this has been a thing ever since the beginning of this season. It's always been the reason why the Bills aren't going to be as successful as they seem. Why it's always going to become a fantasy. And now I think what we're facing is the injury. I mean, what will that do to Josh Allen? Will it have an effect or will we be five and out? Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He took a pretty good hit in that shoulder. Yeah. Uh, Did you see what he said, though, about his injury? Uh, no. He, he said, I got I have to go. I had to go to the locker room just to get checked out. It's no big deal. I got uh, some some painkiller for it. 
Um, it was just uh, like a quick, sharp pain uh, when I landed on my shoulder. And he goes, I'm fine. Well, and like he goes, I said, I'm good to go. So, yeah, we talked about it a little bit. It looked like more of a stinger type injury because he was yeah. flexing his hand like it was, you know, you get that tingling, that numbness in your hand yep. or whatever. Yep. So, yeah, and I think so too. And Eric Wood mentioned it, um, I think it was today, that it's always, or maybe it was yesterday, it's always that next day, like after the adrenaline's gone from playing football. The next day you wake up, there's going to be soreness. It's going to hurt. Oh, yeah. But, he'll uh, be sore. Yeah, but, but he'll be fine. I'm fine. I don't yeah, see I'm a problem confident. with it. I'm confident and he's it's still, to go. I've seen articles, and Jason pointed out that they were talking about, oh, God, Josh Allen, if he's not able to play against Tennessee, the Bills are done. It's like, huh, it's still a team. I mean, it, it really is It's a worse team. than yeah. that, by the way. I mean, that's understating it. I saw a number of different sites arguing that it wasn't even a question of whether he was going to start. It was, now that Barclay's going to start, what's going to happen with the Bills? And it's like, you know. Yeah, that's putting a cart before the horse. Yeah, I mean, man. what are that's, you talking yeah, about? Yeah. They haven't he even passed tried concussion protocol. There's no saying he's not going to play. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah he's absolutely. fine. Yeah, no, he's I think fine. he's there. The kid's good to go. Yep. There's there's no doubt in my mind he's good to go. Yeah, and like I say, still, he, he's 111th of the offense. So even if Barkley has to come in now, he gets a few more toys to play with, too. Right. With Stephon Diggs and stuff. So I don't think it's the end of the world. I certainly want Josh Allen in there. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> Their I, odds are greatest with him at, at, yeah, I would at you know, feel, leading sure. the charge, for I, sure. I'd feel a little nervous as Barkley oh, coming for in. Oh, sure. For just, sure. Just, I mean, Josh is commanding that offense like, you, like you've never seen, man. I mean, yep. the thing is, like, what Brian Dable is able to do with this offense now, I think you not only are you really starting to see what Josh can do, but you're really starting to see what Dable can do with this offense, right? Oh, sure. I mean – you know, the first year we had him, he wasn't able to call plays and do the things he's doing now because we didn't have the talent. But the stuff he's putting, these plays he's putting out for us now that we're executing is is just awesome. I mean, we look like a very, very good football team. Yeah, and we talked a At little bit. At least offensively. Yeah, yeah, defense yeah. has a little little more work to do, but, but we they, ended up doing doing good at the end there. I mean, yeah, we, they turned it up at the end of the game. Yeah, and that's what I was saying when Josh Norman came in after Levi went out. I was actually all right. I mean, we got a guy that's going to come in and some he's going to send some sparks through our guys because that's the type of guy Norman is. Right. You know, and when he came in, he started jawing it up. He was getting in guys' faces. Like, yep. then on the other side, you had Stefan Diggs, John, every time he was making a catch. I mean, these guys are competitors. They want to win, and we need guys like that. Isn't that you know? what we talked about earlier in our original podcast before the season started? Yeah. Are they going to have a little more swagger with them? You Absolutely. Know, with Norman and and digs and it's playing out not exactly even, how we talked about not even a question you know they are leaders from day one yep josh norman didn't even get to play he's injured comes in he's in there for five minutes and he's leading the defense in yep. at least an attitude for sure makes makes yep. a big tackle for a loss uh causes that that turnover on and recovers it <laughs> big, big time man <laughs> yeah yeah he's yeah. he's everything yeah, so far. watching watching him scramble for that ball i mean you could just see the intensity it was oh, yeah. it was hard to ignore oh yeah Yep. Yeah, no, he was definitely rev for that game, and I think he's going to carry that every game he plays. Yeah, yeah. And by the way, Mario Addison was mic'd up for that game. Really? And uh, yeah, I mean he he was. You got to if you haven't seen it, uh, I Bills fans, check it out. It the show from obviously not the whole. It's like maybe a five minute clip of him from start to finish, from stretches to warm ups to end the game, and he's he's a he's a guy that's just firing up his team the whole time talking talking like let's go guys come on we got this we need to make we need to make a play we got to get more pressure on 
you know, we got to push the pocket. Like he's right. he's constantly talking to his guys. He's he's another guy I think that's um uh, just a a leader, a spark, plug. A spark guy. Like yep. So if yeah, if you didn't see that, you definitely check it out. I it's will. cool to see. I it. will. And he's got that. He's got that veteran presence. I mean, that's why you have guys like that, right? Yeah. A lot of times you're a rookie or a second year guy, even. You know, you're still unsure of yourself. Your confidence levels maybe not where it should be, and that's up to these guys to go. Hey, let's get it done. Let's get you know get the pressure on. Yeah. And that's what they need. They need pressure from the front four. And I think each week uh, they will get better. I really do. I do too. And I think again, we saw we saw it happen uh, when Norman came in. Yeah. I think we tightened up. I think guys had that spark, and um, it was just uh, a different kind of feel to it when he came in. In in my sense, anyway, yeah, yeah. So. And it showed up on the score. They yeah. really did. You know, they're up yep. at fourteen points. That last touchdown. Yeah, they got within you know seven points or whatever, but uh, they were farther away than that. Yeah. And like you said, we definitely have to tighten up um, our our past defense. We were way better than this last year. Yeah, know? I think we will. So I mean that, uh, and I I have no no problem thinking that's going to happen. Um, whatever it is, you know, we were talking about it earlier. It's just mm-hmm. for some reason the defenses are taking longer to catch up. You know, because these high powered offenses, it's a it's a totally new league now. I mean, these, right? These these offenses are so high powered throwing the ball. I mean, you got guys dropping back throwing forty times like it's nothing. Not even throwing an interception in a game on forty attempts. Yeah, I mean that's stuff you never seen. You know, back back in the you know the nineties oh, yeah. or the early two thousands. You know, well, even we talked about it yesterday, and they're talking about it today on GR. The fact that they're not they're not calling hold on offensive lines like they were. Right, uh, we're scoring record points as is a as a league. The NFL through four weeks, I can't remember how many points they said is over the norm, but it it sets new records. So. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, every defense is playing catch up, and and they're gonna catch up. You know, some of the defenses are better than others right now, but I think it'll all come out in the wash. It'll all work out. Where let's see what's happening after eight weeks. I think so, and it, I mean the NFL is making it a league for offense. Let's be honest, right? right? They you can't touch the quarterback at all, really. Um, you know, all the new rules on you know defensive holding protect the wide receivers can't touch pass the guy interference. Past, yeah you can't touch the guy past five yards like blah 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 i mean right. there's just so much so it's it they make it that much harder on and defense that's, to begin with, and that's so. fine because i would much rather watch a 31 28 game than a 9 6 game absolutely you know absolutely. so i mean they're smart yeah you know, nhl should maybe take a page out of the nfl playbook as far as i think hockey would be more popular if there were more scoring too yeah. so that being said, it is what it is. Yep. NFL is fun to watch right now, and the Buffalo Bills are top of the class. So yep. they're really fun to watch. It's awesome, man. Um, I just wanted to touch base real quick and be honest with you. I loved seeing New England get beat down against the Chiefs. Yeah, that was so sad, wasn't it? It <laughs> was horrible. Well, what I what did I say to you at the beginning of the day today? I'm like, <laughs> wow, look, look what happens when you don't have a Hall of Fame quarterback. Right. You look like right. shit. Yeah, <laughs> you can't score points. Yeah, you can't cover for the offense when you got a quarterback that runs for I don't know how many touchdowns he's already ran for this year. Right. But yeah, when you're number one playmaker and number two is Edelman, yeah, quite a distance behind number one. So yeah, it's gonna show when yeah. he's not there. Yeah, I'm, I'm. And then talk about piling it on. Now look at Cam Newton. Yeah, 
Right. That's what we're talking about. I mean, Cam yeah. Newton on that COVID list, he's their best He's their best player, period. Yeah. Not only just offense, but, yeah, he's their best player, period. Well, and, and by the way, I'm not sure if you know, but he's 29th in yards. So he's not exactly a great. Oh, passing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's not yeah. slinging the ball at all. No, no. Yeah. He, it's his legs that are causing people to rave about him right now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, again, that's, um, you know, we can feel for you, New England fans, a little yeah. bit. But not much. not care, though, because. You know, I mean, you you guys had your lawn ass run, right? Now you get to feel what we felt for the last twenty five years. Yeah, and I will say I did cheer, uh, not even more, uh, more than a little bit when that ball went through Edelman's hands and the defender's yeah. hand for the pick six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was pretty. That was pretty fun. Yeah, that was a good game to watch. Yeah. Um, the other game that I was surprised that was close for a while was that Seahawks Dolphins game, dude. I agree 100%, man. You know? I'm telling you, I think the Dolphins are better than what I even thought they might be. Yeah. You know, I, I think they're going to be probably probably still in that same area of wins I we talked about. I think it was like six to eight we were talking possibly. Yeah. I, then that's, but it's more the, the level of competition they're facing, not so much the team themselves. Yep. Yeah, I yep. think Parker's real. I think Fitzpatrick's always going to be above average. You know, uh, we talked about the fact that he he has more passing yards than a lot of guys that are currently in the Hall of Fame. Like he's still a good quarterback. He just occasionally he's going to shoot himself in the foot. You know, and I think that came about this past week. Didn't he throw another couple of interceptions or something? I think. Who you talking about, Fitz? Yeah, yeah. I, I think, think he threw two interceptions or something. Maybe he threw two picks. He was twenty nine of forty five, three hundred fifteen yards, two picks. So that's what. Uh, kills Fitzpatrick. He right. gets to a point where he just he turns the ball over on you, yep. and that and that kills your team. I mean, I don't know if you looked at the um, the game in total, but they had um, each team had over 400 yards total, like total offense. I think I heard that. Yeah. So I mean, these there it was a shootout. So the Dolphins can put points up. They can, you know, they had 23 points again. The Seahawks defense they have the same type of problem like we do, right? Their offense right. is pretty freaking good. Their defense is eh, not so great right now. Right. You know, but what the thing is, is they're outscoring people and they're holding their opponent enough where they're yeah. winning. So, yeah. And that's the story with uh, Miami right now, right? Like the story with Miami is they're playing everybody tough. They're just not winning. So, yeah. You know, it's not a, it's not a cakewalk when you, when you get up against Miami, but you're probably going to win the game. Yeah. I mean, Fitzpatrick, let's be honest. I mean, he's been around the league for a reason because. He can only get you so far, right? Right. I mean, he, he he can win you some games, sure, but he's not your guy. You're going to build a team around, him, right? You know, so um, yeah. And I, probably if Tua hadn't been injured, if it wasn't for the hip injury, he probably would be starting. Yeah. Um, but a lot of coaches, like the Bills, were firm believers in letting their their big new quarterback sit on the bench and learn football. Yep. The first year, or at least a period of time during the first year, and. And he's probably in that realm, but we'll see what happens. Things yeah. change. Josh Allen was supposed to sit for the first year too, and that lasted what one and a half quarters or something. Yeah, until like? yeah, yeah. Peterman got picked off twice or some <laughs> yeah, shit. Right, right. he yeah. couldn't do anything. It didn't take long. Yeah, that was bad. Um, the other game that I um, wanted to bring up was that uh, Panthers Cardinals game. Reason being is because we're playing that division. We're playing the Cardinals, uh, right? Coming up in I think like three weeks or something. Four yeah, weeks, three something four like weeks, something like that. Yep. But, um, yeah, I mean, 
Panthers end up winning that game 31-21, which was surprised, I'm sure, by a couple a bunch of people. I was I had Cardinals winning that game. But Kyler Murray, 133 yards passing. Yeah, and three touchdowns. Like that's yeah, that's odd. That's a weird yeah, but um if you look at like uh, a lot of times Lamar Jackson has similar stats, right? Like he doesn't throw for three hundred yards, he throws for hundred and seventy five, but still manages to pass three touchdowns. So yeah. It's the style of play. I get it, these running quarterbacks and yes, Josh Allen runs, but it's not the same it's not the same situation. I don't think it's even close. It was know? weird. He threw the ball thirty one times and only ended up with hundred and thirty three yards. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's I mean, what was he doing? Like that that's weird. I, I, I gotta right. go back to look at what he was doing. I mean, and then plus he had six attempts for seventy eight yards rushing. So I think one of those breaks, was a but, really long run. Yeah. Though. I think it was like a fifty plus yard run. Yeah. Fifty eight yards or something but, like that. Yeah, so it's just weird. So yeah, I, I mean don't know. I, it's funny because historically and, and this goes back even before you guys, like I mean, historically, yes, run the ball, stop the run, blah, blah, blah. That's the NFL. Yeah. But even even 15, 20 years ago, there were teams that always felt they could rewrite how football should be played. And they're getting closer and closer. Like Russell Wilson is one of those guys. But the difference is he's a passing quarterback first. Yeah, he can run the ball. He can scramble like, like nothing. I mean, he's phenomenal at yeah. what, everything he does. But he's also throwing for 300 yards, 350 yards. He's He can throw the ball downfield. Yep. Uh, he's got a great arm. I mean, he's just uber talented. But he can do it all. And, and the problem with some of these running quarterbacks, and maybe they'll prove me wrong eventually, where they'll they'll be in that same place. But I remember the talk prior to the season is Lamar Jackson, right? Super Bowl for Baltimore. Uh, wait till he learns how to become a pocket passer and then still scrambles for all these yards. So far, it hasn't showed up. Right. You know? I right. mean, he's still, he's still working on it. Maybe he'll get there. Everybody said Josh Allen wouldn't get there. So yeah. maybe he will. But right now, it makes it a lot easier to uh, for a defensive coordinator to maybe uh, scheme against a guy that you know his forte is going to be running the ball. Yeah. Well, I think there is a difference, too, between like when you're building against a, uh, you know, a running team, you know, usually when the ball is going to go to the running back, you know, roughly when that's going to happen. There's only so far he can go at the line. But when you have a a rushing quarterback, it's kind of like a a route when you have a wide receiver. You don't know when it's going to end and when it's going to start. You don't know where they're going to go. So with a quarterback, there's so much more freedom of movement. I just think it's it's such an exciting idea to have these active quarterbacks because you never know what's going to happen and when it's going to happen. Yeah, it does yep. change the scheme of football. It does change how the game is played. But like when you have designed run plays versus quarterbacks like Josh Yeah, I Allen, don't like the designed run as much. But yeah, you know, those play action. Well, I mean, we use a lot of play action, but even the uh, the option routes, things like that. You know, I don't know. It To me, it's such a risk with some of these guys for the injury part. You know, even I yeah. see Josh Allen. He hasn't. Doesn't seem like he's done much of that lately, but he was doing a lot of that, and and that gets a little scary when you're running an option and you got linemen and linebackers just waiting to line you up. Well, and it's like you said, they've made the rules better and better for protecting quarterbacks. It's more strict, so the closer you get to that, the more opportunity there is to avoid those injuries. Well, the it's only a problem safer is choice. The rule is that once they're out of the pocket running the ball, they're a running back. 
Right, but They're usually you see them running hitting. to the outside. Oh, nobody, yeah, yeah. Nobody's yeah, yeah. going to slam them. They're just going to let them go out of bounds, you know, for the most part. Yeah, unless they can. <laughs> <laughs> True. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, yeah. yeah, you're right. I mean, they are protected. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. No, no, I mean, valid points, fellas. Yeah. I, I like yeah. it for sure. Yeah. Um, the other game that um, really stuck out to me that I want to touch. Now, we're not playing either of these teams this year, but uh, you can kind of talk like, um, you know, AFC, the Browns and, and the uh, Dallas game, man. Holy smokes. What a crazy game that was. First of all, let me just let me just bring this up. So the craziest thing to me about this game was um, Baker Mayfield. He only had 165 yards passing in this game. He was 19 of 30 for two touchdowns, which is. I mean, come on. Really? Right. They put up 49 points yep. on a on your starting quarterback throwing for 165 yards. Right. But here's the kicker. The Browns rushed on the on Dallas for 307 yards. That's insane. And they That's passed insane. and their passing was 165. Well, plus well that Odell their total passing yards was 201 cuz Odell threw or uh, Landry. Landry threw that yeah. pass. But dude, 307 yards rushing on, yeah. on and putting up 49 points. Like, yeah. what the shit? I, I wouldn't know what to think if I was a Dallas fan. Like, if you've got a quarterback throwing for, what do you throw for? 400 plus yards, 500 481 yards. yards. Yeah, almost 500 yards, and you lose? Are you supposed to be happy? I like, uh, what, do you, what do you do? Like, oh, I'm so excited. My quarterback threw for almost 500 yards. Oh, oh darn. Dude, he's leading the we league. lost the game. Leading the league in passing. Right. I, th- I think that's that high-scoring league you're talking about. Does does thirty five points guarantee you a win in this NFL? No, no, not, not anymore. Right now, oh, I stand to be corrected, fellas. Dak was forty one of fifty eight, five hundred two yards. I thought it was five hundred yards. Yeah, four touchdowns in a pick, and they still lost by eleven. Yeah, I, I don't. Come on, I, I can't even believe that you Fuck. could just throw like eleven stationary objects out on the field and give up what either team gave up. I mean, it's crazy. It's insane. It's like the defense, uh, defensive squads just they weren't available or something. Right? Yeah, you know, I have yeah, no I, idea. I, I, Josh Allen has thirteen hundred passing yards. Dak Prescott has sixteen ninety. Three yeah. hundred more yards than Josh. And dude, he's, and, and he's and fucking one and three. One and three. Yeah, yeah. that's disgusting. And do the math. That's that's like sixty four hundred yards or something like that Ugh. for an entire season. That's an entire extra game for Josh Allen. He's up. Yeah, basically. Yeah. 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 No kidding. Uh, unbelievable. And you're one and three. Yeah. What and, the hell? And the Browns ran for over 300 yards on the ground without Nick Chubb. Yeah. Because he got hurt. Right. <laughs> what? I mean, come on, dude. Like Seriously. Da- Dallas is like, they were doing the uh, ole. Like, yeah, right. right. <laughs> Go ahead, fellas. <laughs> this way. Yeah. Little flashing arrows on their jerseys. <laughs> Run this way yeah. between these two guys. Ole. Go ahead. Yeah, like what the fuck? I do. I, mean, I, I decided if I was a Dallas fan, if I was a Dallas fan, I would just be fucking livid. Yeah, that's what I would be. Yeah, I would be like, we need a defense. Like you're talking about protests and shit going on right now. I would be uh, outside yeah. protesting Jerry Jones. No Get shit. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, like, give me a defense. Nuts. I mean, that's just stupid. Yeah. So I don't crazy. Know. I'm glad I'm not uh, having anything to do with Dallas. Yep. Same here. And back to the Panthers, just for a quick note. Teddy Bridgewater, man, is starting to get. He's starting to get the little of the rust off. He's starting yeah. to look pretty good. I'm happy for the guy, man. Yeah, me too. Especially me too. for what happened to him in Minnesota with that injury. Yeah, there's yeah. nothing worse than those non-contact injuries that yep. are just, yep. you know, they're so devastating. Yeah. Awful lot of injuries this year. Yeah, Absolutely. yeah, that's yep. another thing that's happening for a lot of teams. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of and serious crazy, ones. But, 
Yeah, serious injuries, yeah. I think it has to do definitely without preseason, but I think so too. Yeah. I don't know. Which but, a lot of people before the season started talked about, you know, well, do we need that preseason or do we need that many games? You know, right, like, right. Yeah. What's the point? Yeah, they're and talking now, about I think they are going to seventeen game schedule, getting rid of one or two preseason games. I don't remember which it was. Now maybe they'll have think, to rethink that, huh? Yeah, maybe. I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah. We'll have to see. Yeah. All right. Well, what's your thoughts on we're moving to week five, dudes? So I told you about my prognostication and how I had picked the yeah. AFC East through four weeks. Everybody. Yep. I have the uh, I have the games picked exactly as they set. Bills are four and zero oh, as I predicted. Uh, New England's two and two. Miami's one and three. Jets haven't won a game. Again, it's only four games, but it's just weird the way it worked out. I, I had set this up cool. before we even started podcast, but there's a fly in the ointment. That fly happens to be the Tennessee Titans because I picked the Bills to beat Can- Kansas City and lose to Tennessee. But you picked the Bills to beat Kansas City when we did our podcast. Right. So. Right. And I, I picked them to beat the Titans, too, I think, when we did the podcast. Right. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. you have. So when we did the schedule and our predictions right. uh, of the schedule. We had the Bills going four and zero, beating the uh, Las Vegas. Oh yeah, right. And then, and then, then five and zero, beating the Titans. And then we both said, "Nah, we got to check up a loss to Casey at home." Yeah. So I'm changing my mind. By the way, that to me, that's yeah. no longer an automatic loss to Casey. You know? Yeah, to Casey. I yeah, I, I get you. I just I've watched their games. They still have the same talent. It's kind of it reminds me of the Buffalo Bills defense, right? Like, we lost two pieces. We replaced those two pieces with the same pieces or better pieces. Our defense should be a top two or three defense, and they're not. So that being said, I I kind of view Kansas City the exact same way. They should. They got a a really good running back in the rookie layer. Uh, They should be as good as last year, if not better. But, man, at times they've looked somewhat shaky. Yeah, and and it starts and ends with Patrick Mahomes, and he's the one that's like throwing behind guys that he never does. You know, like it's just weird. It, it seems surreal at times. He yeah. just doesn't seem to be on the same page. Or yeah. so, yeah, I'm, that's not automatic to me anymore. I think Kansas yeah. City. Yeah, they're undefeated. I mean, they're the Super Bowl champions. I get it. They're yeah. a great team. It'll be a good game, but. Yeah, I, the way the Bills game. are playing, I did not. Nobody told me Josh Allen was going to be top two or three in the league when it comes to everything statistical for a quarterback. Yep. Uh, another thing we talked about, by the way, on Josh Allen was that sixty-seven percent, I think I said, of his passes are going to wide receivers. Yeah, I think he also leads a league in passes uh, ten yards plus. Um, somewhere around twenty-one, something like that. Mm-hmm. Passes of ten yards plus, which uh, which nice. leads the league. Yeah, I mean it's just yes, yeah. We got we got a lot crazy. of ammo to keep up with the Chiefs. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's going to be a different. Shoot, that's it's gonna a be different a world. Yeah, you know, it's going to be a shootout. But I'm getting ahead of myself here. <laughs> we yeah, have Tennessee yeah. in the way. Yeah, we're supposed to talk about Tennessee, Jeff. What yeah, the fuck's the matter with okay, you, man? Gotcha. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Let's get back to the fucking All right. show. All right. <laughs> so Tennessee. Right. Yeah. So Tennessee. <laughs> what do you think, man? You um. So all right, wait. Let me start off real quick. Go for okay. it. Okay. I I'm just ready. I had a couple of things okay. that okay. I that I like okay. To, okay. to throw okay. on you. So if you're talking about Ryan Tannehill, and I still think Tannehill is the shit Tannehill that played for Miami. I don't give <laughs> I don't care what anybody says. All right. 
So Tannehill, he's been solid through the team's first three games this year, but he's he's only completing 67% of his passes, which is down from what he did last year. Right. For 809 yards, six touchdowns, one pick. So that's that's decent numbers, right? But here's here's the kicker that I think can help us out. Through three games, the Titans allowed a total of 22 pressures, leading the offensive line being ranked as number 18 in the NFL, and that's per PFF. Right. So, that being said, we got to get pressure on Tannehill. Yep. Yeah, and we need to do it with our front four. Exactly. You know, we talked about that. Yeah. It. And he's not the most mobile guy in the world. You know, he's certainly not Josh Allen. Um, yeah, I think I think with some stunts, especially, I think we can get solid yeah. pressure on the guy. We got to get pressure on him. I think that's going to be one of the keys to shutting that offensive down because, I mean, well, they they can run the ball, but I think I think I mean we did it last year. We, right. we held didn't we held Henry under two, under hundred last year? Yes, yeah, with Mariota. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. and that's the Tannen Hill, I think. It, it, and again, I don't know this for a rule. It's just a gut thing, or maybe watching him play. Uh, to me, that's the Tannen Hill that played in Miami. The guy right. that was constantly under duress. Yep. Couldn't handle the pressure. Made unforced errors because Fumbling. of that constantly. Yep. Throwing you picks. Know? Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, that's probably a, a big part of it. Yeah. Getting getting pressure. Now he's he, last year he was sacked. Through uh three because they played what three games right because yeah their fourth yeah, their so, fourth yeah. game was canceled so um through three games last year he was sacked seventeen times yeah this year uh it's only been four right so they're protecting him better but they're still giving up a lot of pressures towards you know the right. quarterback so and we also talked about the fact they're not calling holding much this yeah, year so yeah. far yeah. so yeah that's another thing that's going to bite some people in the ass is at some point. That's probably going to change. Yep. They're going to they're going to uh, progress towards the mean, back to the norm, and and that's going to hurt a lot of teams that are using that right now. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yep. Um, and if you're talking about the Titans' defense, they're allowing 256 yards passing per game and uh, 422 total yards per game. Right. So I mean, we we can we can move the ball all over the field on them. I don't I don't think that's a problem. Um, and then also you. You got to keep in mind too when we're playing uh, Tennessee. So they had nine players that tested positive recently. So seven of them were on the fifty-three man roster. Uh, defense lineman DeQuan Jones, Jeffrey Simmons, their outside linebacker uh, Kamali Carrera, cornerback oh, yeah. uh, Christian Fulton, their lawn snapper uh, Bo Brinkley, wide receiver Adam Humphreys, yeah. and their fullback uh, Kyrie Blassingame. Right. So those are those are key guys that they're going to be missing. Now, um, Vrabel came out and said that he doesn't think any of those nine guys are going to be playing. Right. Right. Yeah, that makes sense because some of those uh, positive tests came over the weekend, mm-hmm. and uh, I know a lot of times they're talking about minimally like a ten ten, day. ten days. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, if you're showing symptoms, um, yeah, you have it, to be clear of the virus, right, and then test positive two consecutive days or negative two consecutive days or something. Right. Right, but it has to be once the virus obviously is out of your bottom or body because you're going to still out of test. your bottom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> either way, if yeah. that might be one way to get rid of it, yeah, I'll, I'll, check the, I'll check the science on that. Maybe that's one it way to. Be. They're not swabbing your mouth; they're swabbing yeah. your ass. You know, and that's the problem. <laughs> Maybe we should do like the Clorox enema. 
<laughs> yeah. I'll look into that for That's you. A little it weird. Could be, right. Yeah, I'll check out. Can we talk about football, please? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, no, that's funny though. I mean, but yeah, that's so that's going to be definitely a, a kicker that that is going to hurt Tennessee. Plus, they also had injured players too. AG Brown is injured. Their cornerback Adore Jackson and their left tackle uh, Taylor Lewan. So right. Rabel said that those players are working their way getting back. So right. Those so guys are they guaranteed even yet. if they play? Are they a hundred percent? Are they? Or they know, might not play. Yeah. Just, yeah. How effective can you be? You know. So I mean, there's there's uh, reports out there from different analysts and saying like, hey, this might be a Bills blowout, man. Yeah. Well, so, in the Rams game, you heard uh, McDermott talking about how uh, Trey Edmonds actually gutted it out. You know, what I mean, he he was hurting still, so he wasn't a hundred percent. It showed up on the field. Um, who's yep. Tennessee's? What's their history? Who who they beat? Jace, you know offhand, or is that um, something you can access? I could probably the find out schedule yeah. or whatever. I know off the top of my head they've beaten uh, Denver. Okay, that was game one, right? And that was um, the struggle to beat Denver. Okay, because they played in Denver and right. they struggled to beat them. So after that, um, obviously they played and beat Minnesota because that's right. where the whole thing right. came out. I just don't remember who game two was against. Yeah, I'm not sure either. But, you know, um, yeah, you can pick on the Bills for beating Miami and, and the Jets. But right now, Minnesota doesn't look like, uh, you know, yeah. where everybody thought they would be. Um, yeah, but, you know, Minnesota's had their struggle, especially defensively. So yeah. Denver, you know, they've had quarterback issues. Okay, game two was against Jacksonville. Okay. Okay. Right. And Jacksonville so, is okay. And what was the score in that game, Jay? Um, let's see. Was it? Uh, it wasn't like a glaring win, was it? Because I don't think. Or anything? I don't think Tennessee's really won any like games where that's like a definitive like dude. Right. They won. Like, well, and I've heard comments like uh, Derrick Henry isn't tearing it up the way he did last year. No, either. it was it was thirty three thirty. It was really close. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, yeah. Jacksonville is not known as his high powered offense, right? right? I right. mean. Yeah, they're okay, they're, they're but putting, they're middle of the pack. They're, yeah, you're right, Jacksonville. Yeah. You're putting up 30 points on them. I mean, and then you, then you can look at our offense, guys. I mean, we're, right. we're averaging 31 points a game. Yeah, I don't think Tennessee is as good as the Rams. No. You know, and, I don't think um, Tennessee is as good as they were last year. I agree. I agree. And so, I think that was part of the uh, early, again, prior to the season, they talked about the fact that teams like Houston, I think Tennessee they were still pretty high on, but, you know, Oh, by the way, speaking of Houston, my favorite coach in the wide, wide world is now looking for employment. If anybody's interested, yeah, Mr. Bill O'Brien is Mr. available. Mr. Bill O'Brien, please stand up. I like Romeo Cronell, I guess, is the interim guy, right? Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, that's cool. Good yeah, for him. You yeah, know? I mean, it's not bad. Well, Jeff, who's yeah. going to be your offensive player of the game for the Bills against the Titans? Okay, so I'm going with your favorite guy. Mr. Gabe Davis. Yes. Yeah. You, you mean think Gabe Davis. Gabe Davis. Yep. He's going to be the man <laughs> this week. It's not that uh, Diggs, Brown, and Beasley aren't going to be busy, but, yeah, I'm looking for Gabe to finally, I think two games ago he had 80-plus yards. He's ready, dude. I'm looking for his first 100-yard game he's, this week. He's so ready, right? He is. He yeah, is. Why not be Gabe? Exactly. My offensive player of the game, uh, this may surprise you, but – it's going to be our uh, kick returner. Oh, Mr. Andre Roberts. Yes. Yeah. Because he's the guy is, and I said it last week, he's going to return a kick. 
Right. And he's so on the freaking brink, it's not even funny. Came really close. So I think that he's going to break at least kick return or punt return for a TD. At some point during the game, it's going to be big. And that's my offensive player of the game. Nice. Boom, write it down. Yeah, I will. And uh, just so you know, this is the same guy that I talked about. I hate tying up a position to a special teams player. I was with you, too. And thank you, Andre, for making me look like an ass because (laughs) you've been rock steady and uh, it's showing up. Yeah, it's helping on field position. It 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 looks great right now. It's awesome, dude. man. You are you are crazy impressive. Way to go, yep. Andre Roberts. That's why Sean McDermott is the coach, and we are guys. <laughs> on a podcast. Like to talk about it, yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> Defense player of the game, Jeff. Um, I hope you don't think I'm stealing anything from you because we did have a conversation earlier. That's fine. Trey White. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking for Trey White to really turn it up this time. I, I this game, we need him to step up. We were yeah, talking about I think it last podcast. Josh Norman is going to rub rub off on uh, Trey White. I think Josh Norman's going to he's going to do his job, and yeah, Trey White's going to show up on a score sheet with at least one pick. Awesome, dude. I'm going to go opposite of you and say it's going to be Josh Norman. <laughs> nice. I just think nice. that um, I, I, I want it to be Trey White. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, right. But I think Josh Norman's going to come into this game with uh, chin up, so to speak, again. Oh, sure. And, um, yeah, dude, I, I, I like him. Yeah. You know, I'm not, like, thinking, like, he's, like, this Pro Bowl corner like he right, used to be. Right, But I think he's a, he's a factor, man. You like like? I like like. I, I, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm I with do. you. I mean, like we talked about, there's he brings so much to the table. I like the swagger, man. Yeah, that you can't, you won't find on a stat sheet anywhere. Yep. You know, it's just like Josh Allen when we were talking about that uh, eye test shit, right? Like Josh Allen just looks the part. And we talked about it. Someday he's going to put it together and he's going to be great. And yep. that came true. And I feel the same way about Josh Norman. He's back with people he likes. Sean McDermott and Brandon Bean worked with him before. He likes the system. He knows the system. He succeeded in the system. Probably had some of his best ball. Like he probably hated Washington because he just couldn't. He couldn't be Josh Norman. Yeah, it wasn't a system for him. Right. You know? Right. It reminds yeah. me of like when uh, was it Rex Ryan had Mario Williams dropping back to cover freaking tight ends and shit. Like that's not what he does. Yep. You know. Nope. So, yeah, now that Josh Norman is back in an environment that he understands and loves, yeah, look out, world. Man, yeah. I think he's going to do great things. Yeah. This weekend could be the start. I want to see it, man. Yeah. Well, Jay, what do you think? Uh, you got any any uh, thoughts on offensive, defensive, who, who you want to see stand out this week? I do. Um, you know, I think a couple of times so far I've said Singletary, and I'm getting sick of saying it. I don't think it's going to happen. I'm just going to pretend that he's, you know, never going to get his day. So I'm going to go the easy answer and say Stefan Dix. Yeah. I, I want to see him climb up into, like, number one. I want to see yeah, him happen. by himself. Yep. Yeah, which, like by the way, at 403 yards, he's currently tied for the NFL lead in receiving. Point well taken, yep. Jason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it would be nice to see him on top by himself. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And for defensive, I think I'm going to go with another safe answer, Jordan Poyer. I think he's yeah. going to dominate this game, dude. He's leading the team in tackles. I know. Yeah. I mean, he's like up. I said, it's a safe answer, but but I I'm going to go I with like, the safe ones this week. Yeah, but he's a I force. like that though. Yeah, he's I up at too. the line of scrimmage. Like the guy is, I man, he's almost like a like a third linebacker in there. Yeah, and at, if if uh, Matt Milano's pec injury is more serious and he can't play or something, we're going to definitely definitely need Jordan Poyer. Yeah, I think we're at the um, the segment now, aren't we? 
Dun, dun, dun. Split the uprights, hit the uprights. Oh, yeah. Now I got to do this from memory because, again, piss poor Wi-Fi that we have. Um, hold on. Where do you want to go first? You got yours? No, I don't, but I, I have them up here. Okay, go ahead. Okay. So my first one is going to go with uh, part of my uh, defense player of the game. So Josh Norman will return one to the house against oh, Tennessee. Oh, man. I'm going split the uprights just because I want to freaking see it. I mean, I, I want to see it. Yeah. That that team will go insane. You know, uh, he is he's one of those guys that could quickly become a fan favorite if he isn't already because he's that personality. Right. Yeah. Uh, somebody I heard somebody state something about. Thank God Josh Norman's playing because he's now the he's the, their favorite uh, post game interview <laughs> you know something like that yeah, yeah so that's awesome you know yeah, i mean that's I, great so yeah that splits the upright right. for me man you i could see it happen i would sure. love dude if I, uh, that would make me so happy sure that would so be happy. fantastic yep um yeah so i'm gonna go a similar vein um in the defense you know i think currently they i heard today they sit around 18th or 20th in the league yep. as far as defensive ranking and but last week second half they looked closer to the uh, defensive old, and I'm I'm saying that they're going to hold the Titans' complete offense to a less than 300 yards. And split the uprights. Yeah, absolutely. Nice. I think um, I think what they're going to end up doing is um, they're going to know putting pressure on Tannehill is key because, I mean, let's be honest, you know that was the type of guy he was in Miami. Right. Uh, you pressure him, he makes mistakes. The, you know they need to. And they need to get pressure on the quarterback. They were saying it all. If you watch Mario Addison during that game, during them being mic'd up, he he kept saying it. So these guys know that they got to step the pressure up. Right. So, yeah, that splits it up. Yeah, and I time. could see them mixing in some run blitzes with Derrick Henry. And, yeah, I, I think crowd in the middle of the field and, and putting some pressure on the quarterback probably is going to be uh, definitely a feature <laughs> this yeah. week. So, yeah. yeah. Um, this this one is um, because I want to see it happen, and I think we're due. It's nothing crazy exciting, but I think that um, this week that uh, our kicker will hit one from more than 58. More than 58? Yes, sir. Oh, damn. That's like Vegas odds makers shit. Like, right? <laughs> uh, I'll take the under on that, Bill. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, Wow. I'm going to, I'm going like, to, I'm talking like, you know, like, I mean, I'm not saying something stupid, like 68 or something, but <laughs> no, you know, you're I'm saying like even six, 59 or you know, 60, 60 yeah. 61 in that range. He's got the leg, man. Yeah. I, and, uh, I don't know what the weather forecast is either this weekend. They're yeah. not, are they in a dome or anything? I don't even know. No, Tennessee's open. Okay. Open. Yeah. Um, you know what? I'll, I'll still go split the uprights on that one. All right. I will. All right. Cause he's got that leg, man. Yeah. He's, I, I we heard, haven't seen it yet. No. And I heard he like. I don't know if he's first in the league in, in touchbacks. Maybe. I think he's up there. Yeah, I, I know he's way up there. I just so, want to see him just boom one. Yeah, like, he's like, got all right, the That's leg. why we didn't want to keep Hauschka because right. Hauschka wouldn't hit you know the goal line with that. Character. Right. My, <laughs> you know my concern mean? is that uh, you got to have Sean McDermott willing to attempt that kick. Right. That would be the only drawback. Like if it's fourth and one or something, are they going to just go, ah, fuck it, let's go for it. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah. but. But, yeah, I think if he gets a chance, I think he can do it for sure. So yeah. I'm going split the uprights on that one. Sweet, sure. Sweet. I like sure. Cool. Um, I talked about Gabe Davis for the offensive player of the game. Mm -hmm. and, and part of that was 
part of this in the fact that he will have that 100-yard game. Did I already mention that earlier? Um, I probably did. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. I think so. Yeah. I think that's going to be one of my uh, split the upright ones, too. Sweet. Yeah, he will have 100 yards this week. 100? Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. You're saying Josh. No, no. Uh, Gabe. Davis. Oh, Gabe. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Have a hundred receiving? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I um that's tough. I'm gonna have to say that hits the uprights for me because um I think Stefan's definitely gonna gonna blow it up this week again. So Yeah. Yeah, I mean who knows how many yards there are gonna go around this week, right? I think Gabe will have ninety eight yards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, son of a bitch, yo. But no, I mean, I would accept that. I, I will would, take the hit in the uprights if he had ninety. I want to see him get over hundred. Don't get me, me wrong. Too. I just think that um, he's not quite there yet. I think he's gonna be close. Yeah. But I mean, that's. Yeah, I mean, you're on that's the break solid. there, dude. Yeah. You know, it's like your hair's turning gray, but it's not. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, it is. <laughs> Trust me, it right. is. Right. I mean, you know, theoretically speaking. Right. Right. Yeah. All right. All right. Cool. All right, so mine is going to be kind of um, based on a weird thing, right? It, it's not like a normal thing you would think of, but it goes back to what um, what Josh did against uh, the Rams, all right? So I think that Josh will score, like, like I'd say like maybe a 30-yard rushing touchdown, and along the way will stiff arm at least a linebacker, and a cornerback off of him to score that touchdown. Like, you're talking, like, <laughs> shove him off, get off of me, you guys are small type right, thing. You know what right. I'm saying? Stop, you, dig him a grave, put him in the ground. Yeah. <laughs> Say a prayer. Right. Because, I mean, nice. I mean, you know, like, he's, he threw Van Oy off of him. He's a beast. He grabbed the guy by the face mask and threw him on the ground like he was in a peewee game. Right. So, right. what do you, I mean, it's kind yeah. of. I'm, I'm going split the uprights. Yeah. Hell yeah. I mean, it's a 30-yard run, too, Hell don't yeah. forget. Yeah, I. He's got it in him, man. He's done it before. I mean. <sighs> but stiff arming two guys, though. Damn I'm man. all right with that. I'm all right with that. All as right. long as he has a football in one of those two arms on both <laughs> yeah. occasions, right. I'm in. You know, that Good. that would be the only thing I'll specify right. is he needs to be holding on the ball both times. Yeah. I don't know. It, that bad shoulder. Should he be going around stiff arming guys? I don't know. I don't think he can stop him. Yeah. I mean, I really don't. He he He's like. Uh, was it Brett Fire that played with a broken finger? Or was that Aaron Rodgers? I don't remember. But, like, there's just certain guys it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? They're not going to tell you it hurts. They're just going to go out there and play. Yeah. And that's not going to slow him down. Not a, not one iota. Uh, I got a this just in re, uh, on my phone here. This is from the WGR Sports Desk. Adam Schefter reports the Raiders have placed defensive tackle Maurice Hurst on the reserve COVID list. Oh, Hurst played 35 snaps against the Bills two days ago. Oh, ouch. Oh, boy. Now, I'm assuming they practiced today and they would have been tested. But right? it might not have shown up yet. Yeah. The incubation time is anywhere from like three to five days, I think, before oh, symptoms arrive. Oh, my God. So let's keep your fingers crossed, dudes, that uh, that's... Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not going to impact anything. Right. Because that's... I wonder it's... when he tested positive. Uh, I would have to be today. Was, right. Because so he, maybe... he placed him on today. So Because a lot of teams have Mondays off, and then they come back into the uh, facilities on Tuesdays. So maybe he picked it up after the game. Who knows? Damn. We'll see. Ugh. I really doubt it. Me too. Yeah. 
We'll see what happens, right? Nothing we can do about it at this point, right? No, I mean, we did we all not go into the season realistically and think that this is probably stuff that we'd have to worry about, right? Right, right. It really is. Well, and um, Cam Newton went on the COVID list, and he's the quarterback, and nobody else went on it. So here's hoping. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a good point. And in the other thing to that too is uh how weird is it that all those Titan players tested and no Minnesota Viking did? Right. That's, that's true. That's so weird. That is. So I, guess, I mean, yeah. Maybe the steps they're taking on the field are yeah. paying off even though, you know, you see guys with the shields and stuff like that. Right. They're still, you know, tackling yeah. and shit like that, but maybe maybe it'll be all right. Well, who yeah. knows? But yeah, I'm thinking me. about the Cam Newton thing and all I can imagine is him coughing COVID and the like lineman's assholes. And it just does nothing because they're not going to get it from that. <laughs> yeah, that's no, wonder, no wonder weird, nobody man. else got it. It can't be transmitted rectally. Is that what you're I'm saying? I'm thinking that might be a thing. Yeah. Oh, that's that's good to know. Oh, Everybody God. write that down just so you know. Ah, oh, boy. Oh, boy is correct. Uh, so Moving I, along. Yeah. <laughs> do I have one last one? Um, I don't know. Do you? Yes, I do. All right. What do you because got? it falls into Wait, play with first. everything we've talked about, about the Buffalo Bills defense. And the fact that they will have three takeaways this weekend against the Tennessee Titans. That splits the uprights for show because one of them is going to be Josh taking it to the house. That's true. And I got Trey you got, with his interception. Right. So all we need is a fumble recovery or Strip another sack, interception. Another interception. Yeah. yeah, absolutely, man. I mean, we caused two against the Raiders. Three In the is, second half, right? Yep. Three is definitely not, uh, not something I can say no to. So. All right, cool. That's it for yeah. me. That's what I got. All right, guys. That concludes the uh, the segment, and we're going to move along. All right? Yeah. Sweet. <laughs> All right. Um, any other thoughts on the uh, Titans game or anything from you, uh, fellas? Anything you'd like to uh, share? I'm good. You good? I mean, no, I think you pretty much said it all. Yeah. Sweet, man. So we'll do our uh, our week three game picks and scores. Now, just to give everybody an update, because we're telling all this stuff, uh, we got... Jason at 24 and 8. Oh, this one's not updated. Oh, this one's not? Damn it. No, because we're actually uh, four games in now, except for the bye. Oh, yeah, right. Tennessee and Pittsburgh. But we're all within one, right? Right. Yes. Yes. I think it ended up uh, this week where um, I think think he, he was up two games on me. And right, then you and right. I were tied, right? I had one up on you. Oh, you had one up on me. Yeah, okay. so I was like so 11. Jason in the lead. Yeah, I was like 11 and 4. Um, Jason was like 10 and 5. Yeah, yeah but overall total for the, and you were nine for and the season, six. I'm yeah. still in the back by one. Yeah. I think it's yeah. me, you, and him or something like that. Okay. Right, yeah. Got I think it. I took over the lead, then you, then him. Got yeah, it. One okay. point away. All right. So, I mean, we're all pretty pretty. Yeah, yeah, close. it's really yeah, close. We're, we're all doing equally okay? Yes, it's it's a it's a fun thing to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like, I like it. Yeah, man. All right, so Jeff, All right. you go first. Tampa Bay, Chicago, Chicago, Chicago. That so bears. I'm going to take uh, my favorite person to hate in Tom Brady over the Chicago, twenty eight twenty four. Wow. Well, I think that Tom Brady is definitely going to win this game as well, um, and they're they're scoring points now, so. But by the way, Odell uh, or not Odell um, uh, Howard, OJ oh, Howard. Howard. Howard is done. By done the way. for the season, he's done. I think I heard that. Yeah, yep. good. But I got Tampa Bay winning this game, thirty-one seventeen. 
Yeah, um, you kind of let in with what I was about to say. I'm actually not going to give it to Tampa. No O.J. Howard, no Leonard Fournette, no LaShawn McCoy. Mike Evans is uh, not doing so well, a little bit injured. I don't know, unless they pull Gronk out of their butt, I think they might have trouble this week. So I'm giving it to Chicago, 27-21. Oh, from your lips to God's ears. <laughs> Fuck Gronk's ass. <laughs> uh, okay, moving on to the Rams at Washington. So I like the Rams in this one. I liked how tough they played the Bills. I think they're actually legit. Um, I'm going, and I don't. I think Washington's okay. I don't think they're great. I'm going 31-24. Um, yeah, I'm taking the Rams as well. Washington's um, just they're not playing that great, um, especially the Rams' high-powered offense. So I got the Rams at 27-17. Yeah, Washington has only averaged 17 points the last three games, so I think it's a pretty easy choice to go with the Rams. Uh, 31-14 for me. Wow. Nice. Very nice. All right. Buffalo. The Bills against Tennessee, Jeff. Okay, so I think they're going to go 33-20. and 20. Tennessee's going to muster 20 points. Nice. I Good like that. Luck. That's that's. Kind of in the realm I'm at. I got Buffalo winning this game. Again, they're averaging 31 points a game. But, uh, yeah, I got Buffalo 35-24. Nice. I went with Buffalo 35-27. Wow. With, That's awesome. With the caveat that hopefully Barclay doesn't need to play. That would change <laughs> yeah. everything for me. Yeah, that would. Sure, sure, yeah. That would. Uh, we got Philadelphia at Pittsburgh. Yep. I like Pittsburgh a lot still. Uh, Roethlisberger's coming around. Let's see. I think we're going to do uh, Pittsburgh with four touchdowns at 28 points, Philadelphia 21. I got uh, Pittsburgh winning as well, uh, 27-24. Yeah, I went with Pittsburgh 28-21. I think they're going to win out of pure spite because of last week. That's nice. They're yeah, going to be that's pissed. That's nice. Yep. Um, then we got Arizona and the Jets. Arizona struggled a little bit this past week, but I'm pretty sure they're going to be able to muster enough to beat the Jets. Uh, I don't think it's going to be huge. I think it's going to be like a 24-13. I got Arizona winning as well. And again, the Jets are just a dumpster fire, dude. Uh, 23-14 Cardinals. Quick interjection. I understand that the uh, Jets may rest Sam Darnold for this game. I heard that, too. Yeah, so it might be Joe Flacco, which probably is going to play right into my 13-point New York Jet game really yeah. well. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I think if the Jets ever had a game that they could win, it would have been this one. But with Darnold's shoulder injury, it's just not going to happen. So I went with Arizona 24-17. Nice. Okay. Las Vegas Raiders against the world champion Kansas City Chiefs. The Raiders. What do you got, In Jeff? Kansas City. I'm going Kansas City, and I again, I, I'm a little concerned for Patrick Mahomes, but they're still going to win this game 27-17. I got uh, Casey winning as well. Uh, I got him winning 28-21. Kansas City 35-24. I don't think anything else needs to be said. They're they're pretty freaking strong. Yep. Right. We got, uh, let's see. Jacksonville going to Houston. Jacksonville going to Houston. Uh, you know, I think Houston might get a little bit of a boost. A lot of times you bring an interim coach, and uh happened, I think, with Anthony Lynn maybe when he came in in Buffalo. But uh, the team plays better. Um, I don't think it's going to be enough to win this game. I'm thinking 24-21 Jacksonville. 
I also have Jacksonville in this game. Same score as you, 24-21. <laughs> nice. Yep, Jacksonville. Uh, I went 31-24. Um, the one thing I will say is that Jacksonville's defense has allowed 30 points on average the last three games, but I'm not sure that Houston can put up 30 points. Right, So Good point. Yeah, I think they still got this one. Nice, nice. nice. Since he's going to Baltimore. Okay, everybody's going to laugh at me, but I've got Cincinnati winning this game. Ooh. I do. I'm looking at 31-27. Nice. That would be cool to see. Um, I just can't see it myself. Baltimore is just too good of a team. Um, 33-23 Baltimore. Baltimore, 35-20. Um, they're averaging 30 points a game, allowing 18 points a game on average. I just don't see it happening. Yep. And that's cool. This will give you guys a chance to catch back up. Yeah. Beautiful. Thank you. Cool, man. Yeah. Nice guy tonight. Okay. This one, this one I really struggle with. Like, I literally yeah. heard guys talking on the radio today that they don't want to see Atlanta in a primetime game again. I guess they got one more Thursday night game or something this year. And I kind of agree. They look terrible. I yeah. mean, they look both sides of the ball ugly. It, it looked bad. Uh, Calvin Ridley, zero catches, zero yards. Ridiculous. Um, yep. I'm going to go, man, I, I, I'm i really struggling with this game. I'm I'm going to go Carolina. I'm going to go 24-21. Yeah, I got Carolina winning this game uh, 31-27. Atlanta's defense looks like a high school defense. I yeah, mean, it's, they, it's bad. So, um, yeah, it's there, there's no way they're winning this game. Yeah. Um, Atlanta does not have Devonta Freeman, Austin Hooper. They're, uh, they're in trouble, so. Julio Jones left the game, right, with an injury? I, I don't know, man. I just don't. I don't see them doing anything. I'm going uh, um, 21-14, uh, Carolina. Nice. Nice. Miami going to San Fran. <laughs> this is another one. This is another one. San Francisco's really struggled with these injuries. I don't know if Garoppolo's playing. I, I think Miami. I think Miami could get it done, especially if Garoppolo's out. He may be back. It would probably affect how I would predict this game. But at this point, I got to go with what I know, and I've got Miami winning this game 24-18. Yeah, I um, I think Miami's going to end up pulling this one out too. They've been playing pretty good ball. Uh, like you said, San Fran is just injured. Um, so I, I got Miami 24-21. I heard Ziggy Anso went out now. Yeah. Like, holy crap, man. Yep. See, I was kind of thinking like you guys, but the one thing that swayed me towards San Fran is the return of uh, George Kittle and Debo Samuel. I think that's going to make a big difference. That's true. Very true. So I went with San Fran 28-20. They got Miami traveling across the state too to play in San Francisco, or the country to play in San Francisco. That's probably going to have an impact also. So, yeah, I get it. No, that's that's good. Okay, I I probably should be thinking something about Dallas uh, somewhere around 113. <laughs> but let's keep it real. I'm going to go, I think the the Giants will be able to put up points on them because who couldn't yeah. right now? I mean, it seems like just about anybody can put up points. So I'm going to go a 35-30 game. Dallas? Dallas, yes. Yeah, I got Dallas squeaking this one out. Uh, just the pure fact that the Giants are just – not good. Um, I mean, either is Dallas, but they can score points. So, right. 35-34, Dallas. Nice. I went Dallas 38-31. Same thing you guys said. Nice. Nice. Uh, Cleveland's hosting Indy. Yeah, I'm 
Cleveland put up a ton of points, gave up a bunch of points. Um, I'm going Indy, you know. Again, I've always been a real big Frank Reich fan. Uh, I think I'm looking at something around 31-28. I got uh, Cleveland uh, winning this game. They seem like they're on a pretty decent roll, uh, 31-28 Cleveland. They haven't lost since their first game, I think, right? Yep, yep. Yeah, this was the game that, you know, I kind of went with the upset. I'm giving it to Indy, 27-17. Nice, nice. Denver, New England. Oh, man, this is what I talk about, you know, trying to figure out scores with my brain versus my heart because I would really love to give this one to Denver, but I just I can't see it happen. I just can't. So I'm thinking somewhere around 27-17, New England. Yeah, I got New England as well. Denver's just not good. I mean, their uh, quarterback, uh, uh, Rippon, was actually playing decent, though. You know, did you watch yeah, that game? He threw a couple of picks or something, too, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, like, I think so. But, I mean, overall, he was looking not too bad, but right. he's just not not enough against New England's defense. So I got New England 27-14. Yeah. Denver is going to lose to New England. Okay. Yes. What do you got for a score? I went with 27-24. 27-24. Nice. Okay, that's, nice. that's good. That's really good. Um. Minnesota, Seattle. Um, Justin Jefferson's looking like a wide receiver, man. They got him. We got Diggs. I'll take Diggs day in and day out every day. But Justin Jefferson's looking real. I still like Seattle. I don't think Minnesota can keep up. Seattle's just like on. And Russell Wilson. You know, he's like Josh Allen. Take Russell Wilson out of the equation, uh, equation, and it's a different Seattle team. But right now, he's in there. And he's doing well. I'm thinking somewhere around a 30-23. Yeah. Um, Minnesota is playing better. And like you said, Jefferson's looking looking a lot better. But Seattle's just, their offense is too high-powered. Uh, I got, especially at, at home, so Seattle 28-20. This was my highest scoring game. I went with Seattle 41-28. to Wow. Nice. Very cool. Nice. <laughs> I'm certainly not going to tell you that Russell Wilson can't pull that off because he certainly can. He's fantastic. All right. So now we're down to the Chargers traveling to New Orleans. New Orleans. Um, I, I know how I picked this earlier. <laughs> I've got the Chargers winning this game. I just I don't know what kind of team they're going to field, but New Orleans has been like all over the map. They just, they just don't feel like a whole hundred percent football team right now. Yep. I don't know if Michael Thomas is even playing this week. I have no idea. But um, I'm again going probably in that twenty-seven seventeen range. I also have the Chargers win this game. Nice. Um, I think they're pissed at uh, letting Tom Brady come back on them like that, and um, deservingly so. I mean, they should have won that game. So I'd love to know who the quarterback is going to be. Yeah. It would help me a lot. Yeah. I, I would rather see Herbert than I think Tyrod it's going to be Herbert just based on what he's Tyrod done. Tyrod Taylor. Yeah. Yeah. But I have the I have the Chargers uh also winning twenty seven to twenty four. Nice. I had a lot of trouble deciding this one. In the end I went with New Orleans, twenty four twenty one. It really depends on who's going to play, like you said. But right now, the people that are currently questionable Michael Thomas, Jared Cook, Marcus Davenport, Marshawn Lattimore, Janoris Jenkins. Wow. Depending on who comes in, it could be a completely different game. Right. Yeah. No, yeah, that's, that's a, good a good, very good call. Yep. Yeah. Yep. All yeah. right. That's that. That concludes the uh, NFL 
game picks and scores. Uh, any other thoughts, guys, uh, before we uh, sign off tonight? Well, I think we could touch back on, I don't know if we mentioned this, but if the Bills do go 5-0, and that's the first time that that's going to have happened in many of our lifetimes. Yeah, true. True. I mean, Anybody, I don't even know, do you know the last what? time we went 5-0. I don't know. I think it was in the 60s, right? Something like that. <laughs> I don't know. We'll have to it look might that have been up. the Super yeah, Bowl we'll years. We out. talked about that yeah. that one no, day. No, it was older than that, I think, yeah. Was it? I'm not certain. Yeah. But. Yeah. I know 4-0 was like 95. So yeah. there was 08 and then 95. It um, all, yeah, 08, 95. Yeah, but be, for 5-0, and 0, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's tough. That's sad a little bit, right? Yeah, it really <laughs> is. It really is. But, but hey, we're the too. other side, the glass full, you yeah. know, half yeah. full thing. We're here yeah. now, right? Yeah. yeah. It could happen. It's, it's, it's I feel time. very confident. I mean, I really do. Like we talked about, like there's been times when you really get worried about an upcoming match, and this time I feel really confident that they can pull this one off. I mean, Absolutely. that's how well they're playing. Me too. You yeah, just got to question that shoulder injury a little bit, but if you, you know, at least it's a, not his dominant hand. I mean, that's right, the most right, important yeah, thing. exactly. It's a non-throwing shoulder. Yep. Um, and I think the fact that he came back in and played out the rest of the game and look, uh, I think he's fine. Yep. Yeah, I yeah. think he's fine. Me too. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening to another podcast. Don't forget to check out our podcast on Facebook at ETD Buffalo. We're also going to be on Anchor dot fm slash ending the droughts and again we're on spotify so yeah you can check out us on all those uh all those networks and again we're just excited to uh keep bringing you bills talk hope everybody's enjoying it yeah yeah Yeah. thanks everybody man appreciate it and don't forget the last thing has to be said fellas where else would you rather be than right here right now this is it thanks everybody